to another episode of Weeb Weekly, an anime podcast diving into all the news you need to know from the weeby world and perhaps slightly beyond. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Reese, and I'm joined as always by the man with a million figurines, Steve the Safe Point Cosplayer. You're talking to a man finally on vacation with a glass of wine and ready to kick back and talk some anime. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's what we like to hear. What kind of wine we sipping on tonight? Uh, I got some red wine from Argentina. Like a nice nice. dry red wine. Very nice. Very nice. I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot because you've just been chilling. I mean, you've been busy, but it's been like chill busy because you've just been having a good time. You've been having fun. Oh. It looked like. We'll get into that a lot, but yeah, I've been having a lot of fun. I've been off since... Last Thursday, and I am off also this entire week. It's been the longest I've been away from works ever since, man. Uh, even my promotion, I would say, even like a year and a half ago or something. This is the longest time I've been away, which is great. I needed it. Good. Good. And of course, yes, we will talk about where you were, why vacation was, was happening, besides just the fact that it's now Thanksgiving week. But last week, why there was perhaps some vacationing happening. We'll get into that a little bit later on, because of course, this is Weeb Weekly. Of course, you can find a new episode every Wednesday on your podcast streaming services at 12 noon Eastern. And that's that. Steve, I did it, man. Oh, where are you, buddy? Let me. T- oh, we can. I, that's oh, wait, wait, or, or is it? Is it my hero? To. What? What? what, what no, you I did finished, it. I finished my hero season five. I caught up. Whoa, you're caught literally up earlier today. Literally earlier today, finished it. Wow. Literally like an hour before we started recording this, finished season five of My Hero Academia. Wow, I know. Um... Alex and his girlfriend, uh, our forever third person who was never uh, seen on this podcast, I think he just blitzed through with his girlfriend the first season entirely over the weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. First of all, Alex has a girlfriend. <laughs> what? <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking right? news Breaking here. News. Our shadowy, our shadowy overlord, Alex. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He has to play more Apex. That's the only reason why you don't know is because you learn about all these tidbits during our Apex sessions. Yeah, that's true. We got to play that. We got to get. We got to get on the gossip train tonight with that. Cool. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, he loves showing off. He definitely loves showing off that early part. I was. I was wondering if he's caught up because I. I have no, a feel. No. Season. I have a feeling not because season five. I'll be. I mean, I will be honest. Like, was not the best in my humble opinion it started off pretty slow started off with a tournament arc that is not as good as the other tournament arc that's in my hero you can't the do two you can't arc. do two tournament arcs in one yeah i know listen that well, goes you against can, all you the can rules. when they're at school you can when they're at school oh come on when the whole thing is them being at school so you know classroom assignments it was okay it was fine but it was a very slow start and again this the the tournament arc in season two is like Honestly, still one of my favorite arcs of the entire series. So that's like top tier tournament arc right there. This one wasn't in. They did a they did an arc that was. It's a lot of training. the The first part of it is a lot of training. It's all them like getting ready. You can see where this is like all set up for how awesome season six is going to be. But then mm-hmm. 
you get the final arc of season five, which focuses on the villains and completely steps away from like Deku. Everyone and loves a good villain story. And it is awesome. It was so freaking awesome. It's kind of like the villains really coming into their own. We finally get backstory on Shigaraki, who honestly I think is one of the best, has been for the longest time, one of I think the best written characters on the, in the entire show. I love, love, love him as a character. And it's always been teased what his backstory is. We knew he was the he was a relative of the woman who passed one for all down to All Might. So kind mm-hmm. of Deku's grandmother in the one in the one for all stream. And yeah, we finally got like the full extent of his backstory, and it's so good. Oh my god, it's so good. So I it definitely ended on a high note, and I was and I'm very, very hyped for season six. Season six seemed like seems like it's gonna be just complete pandemonium. I uh, we've I know we've gotten a poster or yeah. you know the, the the thing for season six it's not it's not telling you much other than deku looking like really mean yeah <laughs> ready and to get down to business and i do know in terms of the arc the next i think the next season is all one arc and it's like the massive sort of battle arc that kicks you they sort of sets the stage for where the manga is now which the manga is in sort of the final not the final arc but the final sort of saga of of the story so it is nearing its conclusion and this massive battle is the thing that sort of shakes everything up and kicks you into the final final bits of the story so it should be pretty crazy should be pretty awesome i'm excited i'm so glad you're caught up on a series too i know i know next i am gonna finally do it i'm gonna go back and finish jujutsu kaisen it's finally where i'm gonna where we'll be talking about that yeah oh i'm sure i'm sure we will i'm sure we will (laughs) but i i did make progress before we hop over to I'm sure what we both have to talk about a little bit. Uh, I did. I did finish Dress Rosa in One Piece. I got through it. Doflamingo. Oh. We took him down. We got him. We got the guy. Massively shook up the world. God, this is so good. So good. Now, what chapter are you on? Just just crossed 800. I'm in the 800s. Whoa. Yeah, I'm in the 800s. I'm, now, no, go for it. Go for it. It's it's not a one to one like eight hundred chapters. It's not eight eight episode eight hundred, right? No, but I think it's kind of close because I think they're it's close. I, I think the chapters are up to like one thousand, not not even eleven hundred. I think it's like one thousand thirty or one thousand forty or something like that. I mean, you got to factor in. There's a lot of you know. There's obviously the filler episodes. There's filler arcs in One Piece. There's not a ton. There's not a ton, and they're pretty short. But I think. Toei, I mean, a lot of people complain about the pacing of the television show. I think Toei almost does, like, one chapter or less per episode, which gets on people's nerves because, of course, like, a typical anime episode is doing, like, two and a half chapters, maybe even three chapters. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, One Piece moves pretty slow. So, it, it is almost one-to-one in that in that vein. So, you're, you're om- yeah, you said you're going to be caught up by the end of the year. It may be. It's possible. It's very possible because I. I mean, at this point, everything is just full steam ahead. I'm. I'm in the short, this short arc, the the zoo arc right now. Very kind of only like twenty chapters, but it sets the stage for Whole Cake Island, which is a huge arc. That's like seventy something odd chapters. Go fight Big Mom, and then from there, after Whole Cake Island, it's another very short arc, and then it's Wano, which is the arc that's currently <laughs> happening. Okay. Wow, you're almost there. I'm very impressed. I, I'm like, I'm very... I mean, two hundred cha- like about two hundred chapters, and I'm there. I'm caught up on One Piece until the final 
arc of Shibuya Goldfish comes out, then like everything's on pause. For I that. know. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. If I pull up the Wikipedia for Shibuya Goldfish, there is one volume that came out that I have not read. I've read the first nine volumes of Shibuya Goldfish. The tenth one did finally come out in English. I have not read it yet because I'm looking here now. Yeah, tenth volume came out back in. Oh no no no. Sorry sorry. Excuse me. I've read the first eight volumes of Shibuya Goldfish. The ninth one came out back in June. Have not read it yet. I'm looking at ten. Volume ten has been announced. Will come out in English. Next March, March of 2022. Like, what the hell? Why is it taking so long? Volume 11, the final volume of Shibuya Goldfish, came out in Japan back in June of this year. So, like, can we can we speed that one up? Can we can we just make that one come out also in March 2022? I'll power through the last three volumes, get it done real quick. I think he can. I hope so. I'm I'm kind of waiting again. I I want. I want to have the final volume out. So I don't think I'm going to read this. I think I'm going to put Shibuya Goldfish on pause, not read volume 9 until volume 11 comes out. Then I can do volume 9, 10, and 11 and finish out the story. <laughs> oh, anything else you've been watching? No, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I mean, again, the, the, the schedule now is finally finally put a pin on, on Jujutsu Kaisen. Prepare for the movie. Trailer looks awesome. And then... I, after that, I'm looking at Tokyo Revengers. I am very proud of you. Thank you. Appreciate it. <sighs> Joe, I've talked about this already, that I am off for this entire week, and I got a list of things to do. I do. I have to I get, I have to watch Cowboy Bebop. Have you have you watched any of it yet? No, I have not. Okay. I have not. I actually ran through the number, uh, the run times for episodes. First episode, one hour long. Oh, yeah. And then a lot of them are about an hour, too. Oh, I yeah. was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. The only thing I've read, which I, I know we talked about on the side, is that it's gotten some uh, some average reviews. It's, uh, it's taking some liberties, which is fine. We knew that, so it was going to happen. Changed a little bit of the story. Apparently, there's one pivotal episode, which is a flashback that you definitely have to pay attention, which kind of sets up what has changed a little bit in this universe. And I believe there's going to be... It's not officially announced there's going to be a season two, but I think it leaves with the premise that there'll be a season two. Yeah, I've watched the first one. I Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've watched the first episode. I watched the first episode over the weekend. I would. I mean, do you want me to say any thoughts, or do you? Should we save it until sure. you've you've watched? No, you can share. You can share. You can share me some thoughts. I won't say. I won't say too much. I will say I left the first episode being like, "This is very fine. It's very fine. It's <laughs> aggressively fine." Yeah. Is my is my. <laughs> I, that's. I think that's that's for me kind of where it sits. I wish it deviated more. I'll be honest. I like how it opens. It opens in kind of a fun. As you might expect, it open the first episode opens with like a fun, you know, we're mid sort of bounty. We're just kind of yeah, thrown into the bounty. thrown into yeah. the action. We get a fun like set piece with Jet and Spike where they're like doing a bounty, and and that was fun. I did like I did enjoy that. And then there were bits of the of it that I enjoyed. The first the main plot of the first episode is essentially the plot of the first episode of the anime. 
And that's where I was a little like, Ooh. that's where I was a little like, okay. no, nah, just do something, do something new. Cause it didn't hit as hard. It just felt like, Oh, like, do you remember the first episode of, of Cowboy Bebop? I'm really trying to remember right now. It's the one with the guy and the girl and he's like a drug smuggler and mm-hmm. she's pregnant. No, and it's the, no. It's the, I mean, it's I know the I, red eye. He like puts the injection and makes the red eye. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, yes. And, no. it, and I remember that it's a great first episode of the anime because it it really sets the tone for this being this sort of like having this undercurrent of of like real sadness through it. And the show tries to do that, but I just don't think it does it as successfully as the as the anime uh where it's just like and so i, I wish they had i i'm just i think i'm gonna continue watching it but i think i think the parts where i think i'm gonna really dig it are maybe where it does actually deviate a lot from the show because that was fun the, the first part just this random bounty that we're just getting to see spike and jet do that was fun but when it was actually just like hey we are literally doing a plot from the anime i was like yeah we're just kind of it's not hitting as hard. Maybe it's because I already know what's going to happen. Maybe it would be different if I didn't know what was already coming. But I don't know. It just like felt a little it felt a little artificial when it was doing literally what the anime had done. Versus I, I was, was debating. I was debating watching the first episode actually before this podcast. I chose not to. I, I decided to watch an episode of Talked Ope Dest- Destiny. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, and I planned on uh, watching more of that and really diving deeper into this uh, next week with you. Joe, how far do you think we'd be able to get through for next week's episode? Oh, I don't know. I, pr- I probably won't have too much time over the next over the next week. I'm going out of town and whatnot. And, yeah, I, I could probably watch, like, okay. I'll probably have, like, one other one done. I think I'm going to move okay. through this at a pretty slow clip, honestly. I'm not, like, <laughs> I'm not, like, jazz. You know, I'm not, like, oh, my God, I got to watch the next episode of Cowboy Bebop. I'm sure if I, like, need to turn my brain off and want to just chill for a bit, then, like, I'll be like, all right. Yeah, episode of Cowboy Bebop. Okay, cool. I think I will continue it, but I'm not like itching to watch another episode. Yasuke couldn't couldn't put that down. I, I don't watch, watch that, that in one back go. <laughs> I watch it in one go when I was setting up my apartment because I'm like, I need something. First off, I need to cross this off my list and say I watched it, but I don't want to actually sit down and watch it. And I, you know, I watched it in English because that was the way it was intended, which I don't mind. But I was just like, yeah, whatever. Look, we are spoiled for content. You know, we are spoiled for content, and there are just too many damn good things. There are too many damn great things that... No, Joe, not in my case. You know, <laughs> I have too many mediocre things that I watch. All right, fair I've enough. Got, I'm caught up in all my senpai is annoying. That show is not going to be nominated for anything, I'll tell you. It's fine. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Well, something that I'm sure... Any Well, anything else, Steve? Anything else you want to check in with before we... Uh, I want to catch... I really want to use this time wisely to catch up on all of my shows. Um, Taco Destiny, which I know I'm three episodes behind on that, which... No, four. No, five. Five episodes. God, that's episode eight already. Damn. Um, and... I really want to finish. Well, I'm not going to be uh, finish at least season one of Moriarty the Patriot, my Sherlock Holmes show, and then watch Cowboy Bebop too. And maybe if I'm feeling adventurous, 
Say it. Maybe going back to some Say shows it. that I either a I have two two options. Either a I return to some shows I put on pause indefinitely, or I start something new. That's what I'm saying. That Say I, it. We have Say countless. It. Am I watching Bungo? Yeah, Dogs? that's what we're saying. <laughs> that's what we're doing right there. Uh, am I watching Bungo Stray Dogs? You could. could be. I bet you could finish yeah. the first season over this break. Super short. Super short. <sighs> could. Is it? Is it actually twelve episodes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, <sighs> that'd be good. That'd be good. So Something. I have some homework to do. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I look forward to hearing you report back. It sounds like you have a busy vacation. Busy. I'm going to tell you how I watching. failed. Yeah, I know. Got through nothing. <laughs> Got through nothing. Just rewatched Rented Girlfriend. Just re- rewatched Quintessential. I mean, Prince would that Droplets. be so wrong? Nah. Would that be. Oh, I have to talk about that, too. Oh, uh, I have so many things to talk about. Oh, later, oh, later. God. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, God. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, things were announced. Things got exciting because Anime NYC did happen over the weekend. Steve will catch you up on all of that in just a bit. But before we do that, with the wee week that was, let's talk a little bit about some announcements. Code Geass's Goro Taniguchi is going to direct a new One Piece film titled One Piece Red, opening on August 6, 2022, the thousandth episode of the One Piece anime. Announced that Goro Taniguchi of Code Geass will direct One Piece Red, a new One Piece anime film yeah we didn't get much from this but it is damn exciting we got a very short trailer about this very new one piece red and i mean honestly we don't they don't have to show us anything that's the that's the beauty of it you say one piece red where the claw marks across the d just like it is across shanks's face you're like i'm sold i'm sold i'm sold a movie about ready pre- a prequel to Shanks. I hope so. I hope we're getting like a a prequel to Shanks. See how Shanks maybe became one of the four emperors of the sea. That would be so freaking dope. Yeah, if we just got to see like what Shanks was up to after he gave his straw hat to Luffy and left for the Grand Line. Like, oh my god, that would be so so freaking awesome. But a thousand episodes too. What a great way to announce that. Hell yeah, a thousand logs. Hell yeah. A lot of cool things coming out of the thousandth episode. Of course, the thousandth episode also featured a new opening sequence that recreated <laughs> that recreated the opening from the very, very beginning, from the very first episode of the show. They played the song We Are, the very first opening, and they updated all the visuals for where we are in the story now. And it man, it got like it got me in the in the feels a little bit because it's like, man, we have come so far. We've come so far. Yeah, and I didn't watch the episode because it'd be weird for me watching. Uh, I've seen episode one and two of One Piece and going right to the thousandth episode. But the thousandth episode, uh, apparently, just a big recap of like the best highlights and moments. Yeah, you. Uh, I, I haven't watched all of it, but I because you there is some there is some new new story in it as well. But they do sort of end on just like a yeah, you get to see like epic moments from every single straw hat. Then you get to see like them all just ready to team up and rock out at the end. Oh my god, oh my god, so good. Oh my god, I'm glad I'm glad that we've gotten to this one point, and I'm glad that it has. The fans are getting what they wanted, and this show and this series has not gone stale after a thousand chapters, thousand episodes, however you want to count it. That's really the thing is is that's so impressive about One Piece is just like man, shout out to Oda that he is just able to. There there isn't a bad part of One Piece. There's parts that I don't like as much as other parts, but I wouldn't say don't punch those dragons. No, that part's awesome. That part's freaking great. <laughs> um, 
No, I mean, like, I wasn't a big fan of, like, Thriller Bark. I wasn't a big fan of, of Long Long Ring Island. But, and I wasn't a huge fan of Fishman Island, to be fair as well. But just the fact that, like, he is able to maintain this level of quality for so long. And it still feels like it's building to, towards something. Rather than feeling like we're just spinning wheels because One Piece needs to continue. No, like, I mean, it's continuing to still make, you still feel like you're making like real tracks towards, towards an end game here. And it's, ah, God, it's so good. Well, you keep us, keep us up to date on your progress with One Piece. Got a long, 800 chapters. Yeah, got a long bus ride here in the next couple of days. So, uh, are you going back home? I'm going to Boston. Going to Boston for Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Right. So I'll have a might have a good good amount of time to to uh, read some One Piece. I'll take the next story, also an anime New York City Crunchyroll. Just for everyone, if you're not familiar, anime New York City sponsored by Crunchyroll actually uh, is the foundation for this uh, anime convention. Is it really? Um, they announced. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Crunchyroll is just getting into everything, yeah. Um, they announced a ton of anime, some we already know, and some that we did not know, or maybe really didn't know what they are about. Like, a title doesn't really tell you much. And I kind of wanted to go through all of these shows and talk if we're actually going to watch them or not. Um, so Crunchyroll announced during its panel that it'll stream the upcoming anime Spy, Spy X Spy, I'm not sure if the X is actually pronounced, but Spy, spy Family. Versus, spy, spy Family. Spy Family. Yeah, spy, spy, spy. spy I mean, ooh, it could be that. Me spy a... Family. Uh, Aoshi, a couple of cuckoos, Dance Dance, Dance uh, Dawn of the Witch, uh, Shikimori's Not Just a Cutie, second season of In Slash Spectre, and Tomodachi Game. So the first one spy family and all of the most of these have actually no some of these have trailers some of them we just have um synopses of them and i know a kadancha has been doing a lot of these as well and um has is the backing of the manga for a lot of these so for the first one up spy family to be honest this one is probably the one i am most excited about is uh master spy twilight is the best of what he does when it comes to going undercover on dangerous missions on for the na- for the in the name of a better world where he sees the ultimate impossible assignment to get married and have a kid. Um, he also has his work cut out for him for procuring another wife and a child to his mission to infiltrate an elite private school where he doesn't know that his wife is an assassin and his child, who is adopted, is a telepath. Like the art style of this. Again, I think it's like the Americans, but crazy anime-like. And, I, and I've and i seen the trailer. It looks like a lot of fun. It looks uh, like, when I say Full Metal Alchemist, I mean deadly serious at times, and then like really goofy and stupid at times. I could be into this. This one does sound intriguing. We'll see. If it's if it's like really good, I'll probably watch it. If it's really good. Uh, What's going to make him break? If that kid's annoying, oh, deal God. breaker. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm hoping be- because she's a telepath, she's like, you know, adult-like. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, this, it can go wrong pretty bad. Yeah, I could see, could see this being annoying real fast. 
Do you want me to take a couple, couple of cuckoos? Yes. The, so this one, I, I, every time I read it, I can't understand it, Joe. Okay. Let's find a out. A 16-year-old super studier, Nagai Umino, is a second-year student at a high school, was switched at birth. On his way to a dinner to meet his birth parents, he accidentally meets outspoken Erika Amano, who is determined to make Nagai to make Nagai her fake boyfriend as she never wants to actually marry. But once Nagai makes it to dinner, he finds his parents have decided to resolve the hospital switch by conveniently having him marry the daughter his birth parents have raised, who turns out to be none other than Erika herself. So, wait, I, I'm trying. I, I had to read this a few this times. This is such a Steve show. What are you talking about? I know, but wait, wait, wait. Are they like, they're, are they step technically stepbrother and stepsister? Well, d- yeah, technically. I suppose so. So, it's, so it's she's just like, adu- like, yeah, because he's their birth child and she is adopted. So, yes. Or no, is it the other one? No, wait, is she the real child? He never was their actual child. Well, he's their birth daughter. Yes, no, she's the birth. No, 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 no. See, this is where I'm getting. No, 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 no. no. He was okay. switched at birth. So, yes. oh, I guess. So, I guess they don't know. Maybe they don't know. So that maybe that's the thing. Maybe they don't know that he was switched at birth. But he's the birth child of the parents, and then she was the one raised by them, so adopted. So, okay. so I think yeah, I think if if you adopt a child, is that a? I guess maybe that's not a step. Maybe that's not a because step would is be this, is, step is would this be like if you're falling in love with Kierto. I'm about to fi- I'm about to figure out because because step would imply that I think they're your, not technically your, my, my dad marries your mom and now we're step siblings. So adopted. What is an adopted? I guess maybe just an adopted sibling or just sibling. Adopted children are still the children of the family that adopted them, but. What is an adopted sibling called? For those of those that you could use foster brother or adoptive brother, legally, okay, legally, an adoptive sibling <laughs> is a stepbrother or a stepsister. Okay. As the sibling shares no common parent. So I guess that's the thing. A stepbrother or a stepsister does not share a common parent. Whereas like a half brother or half sister, something like that. Is this getting dangerously in awkward territory? No, 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 definitely not. I mean, again, like legally, what is the like what is the the nomenclature legally is what I was it was what I was wondering. Obviously, an adopted child is the child of is, is a member of that family. So I just wanted Sounds to know what like legally. Sounds like a couple of cuckoos. <laughs> yeah. So so you, this is come on, this is a Steve show right here. What are you talking about? Yeah, this is yeah. I'll be. I mean, uh, as long as it doesn't turn to Orhimo, where they actually. I don't know. It's like no, actually, you are related or something. Don't don't go that path. Uh yeah, I probably will watch this, unless like it gets really awkward and they decide to switch that thing because you never know with anime. Um, but yeah, I'm always good for a good rom com and some awkward, uh, you know, uh, sessions, awkward like moments and events that they have to do together, but they'll fall in love. Oh, they'll 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 be another festival, uh, summer festival with fireworks, and then another beach episode, and I'm all for it, Joe. It's ha- it's gonna happen. Next one that was announced: Dance, Dance, Danceur. Uh, the this manga, the, the original manga centers on Junpei 
uh, Moraro, who is fascinated with ballet as a child, but uh, in his second year of middle school, his father passed away, and he decided he needed to become more, quote, masculine, and he gave up his aspirations. While still having an attachment to ballet, he takes up the martial art of Jeet Kune Do, which I'm not sure exists, and becomes popular in his class. Oh, it does. Okay, I stand corrected. Then one day, a new transfer student named uh, Miyako Godai arrives at Junpei's class, and her mother runs a ballet studio. Miyako realizes that Junpei is interested in ballet and invites him to do ballet together. This is a. Another show I probably uh, will watch. Yeah, Jeet I... Kune Do is the is the martial art founded by Bruce Lee. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I love dancing. I used to do ballroom dancing. I, I loved Welcome to the Ballroom. There's not many shows that focus on dancing. I do not know anything about ballet. But um, Junpei, let me like let me tell you. Don't give up your dreams. Well, Ballet, great. those people are incredibly fit. It is totally masculine. Don't worry about that image. That's Go true. back into it. Don't let them fight you. You're old enough to make your decisions. Dance, dance, dance. Dance, your. dance, dance your. Cool. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Not, not for you, Joe? No. Uh, so far, nothing has. Is Spy Family, maybe, but so far, nothing's really tickling it. Maybe Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie will do it for me. Shikamori seems like the perfect girlfriend. Cute, fun to be around, sweet when she wants to be, but she has a cool, dark side that comes out under the right circumstances. <laughs> and her boyfriend, Izumi, loves to be around when that happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hot. A fun and funny high school romance with a sassy twist, perfect for fans of Nagataro-san and Komi Can't Communicate. I don't know. That sounds That's like it, it sounds really. like Steve's show, too. I don't know. I mean, it depends how uh, I'm I'm assuming she has a few kinks. A cool dark side or Yeah, she's probably just edgy. Okay. Or something. I don't know. I mean, f- for fans of Comey Can't Communicate, have you been watching Comey Can't Communicate? No, but Netflix keeps recommending it to me, and apparently it is it is very good. Yeah, I keep seeing people seem to be really liking it. I was wondering if you had watched it. So, I can't speak to that. I won't watch Comey Can't Communicate. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably also won't watch Shigamori's Not Just a Cutie. I gotta finish. Jujutsu she's not. Guys she's again. not just a cutie. Okay. Next one up we got is Inspector Season Two. When she's still just a girl, Kotoko is kidnapped by yokai. When these spirits make her into a powerful intermediary between the spirit and human worlds, but this power came at a price—an eye and leg. Sounds like Fullmetal Alchemist. Now years later. She watches out for a dangerous yokai while developing feelings for a young name named Kuro, who is special. An incident with a yokai. Man, a lot of yokai just run around there, just throwing powers at people. But this one gave him the power of healing. Uh, he is surprised when Kotoko asks him to team up and handle renegade yokai, preserving the thin line between ra- reality and the supernatural. Uh, I guess it's just an announcement. This is season two. This is not a new show. Uh... I'm usually not into spirits and things like that. Just, just letting it, letting it out. There. No, for sure. Kind of this, this there. never. I remember when season one came out. I remember seeing that poster a lot on Crunchyroll. It never jumped out at me. It never really sounded super interesting. So, this is not my style of. I think, I think it's kind of like 
you know, more cutesy. I don't know. I could be mistaken. Let me look up Inspector really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's looking pretty. It's looking pretty anime-y, you know, which is which sounds weird, but I but but I think for for like something that could be a serious premise. It looks a little more. It looks a little too on the nose for what I, what I typically go for. If I'm getting my ghosts, it's probably going to be from Yu Yu Hakusho or Jujutsu Kaisen, shows mm. shows like that. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to skip this one. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch season one, so I won't be watching season two. <laughs> Tomodachi game. The story based on Mikoto Yamaguchi's original concept centers on Yuichi. Katagiri, a young man with a perfect student life who has four friends with difficult lives. His peaceful daily life comes to an end when 2 million yen, about 20,000 US dollar dues, and school trip fees goes missing. Riddles unfold as Yuichi gets caught up in mysterious game for money and must decide where friendship or money matters more. Listen, you can buy, you can buy friends, man. Don't worry about it. Story over. So far, that maybe sounds the most interesting. I would keep my eye out on this one. It sounds, it's sound. I'll look it up right now to see what we're see what we're dealing with in terms of like what it looks like. Interesting, interesting. I like the art. Someone I like took what I'm twenty thousand. I like what I'm seeing on the art style, and it for some reason this premise really gives me Eden of the East vibes, and I love Eden of the East. Oh yeah, that's true. It's like that money, Ooh, that wow. money game. So I don't know. Maybe I'll keep my eye out on Tomodachi game. Tomodachi game. Okay. Last one we got Dawn of the Witch, a light novel series set in the same fantasy world as Kobashiri's uh, It's Grimoire of Zero. Um, Zero Kata Hajimeru Maho no Sho, a light novel series now at peace after having. In- Dured a conflict between church and witches for 500 years. However, the embers of war still burn in some regions of the world. The story centers uh, on uh, Servile, a hopeless student at the kingdom of uh, Wenas. I don't know. This is a made-up uh, term. College of Magic. Servile has somehow lost all memory of his time before attending college, the school's headmaster, Albus, sends him for special training to the southern part of the continent where persecution against witches runs strong. Nah. Interesting. Nah. Nah. <laughs> no? Nah. Interesting. I mean, it seems like you can almost read how this story is going to go. Yeah. I feel like, like I've watched he, this before. Amnesia. He's going to go on the trip. He's going to find out the reason behind his amnesia, probably find out the reason why he's always had amnesia was because of some type of deep, dark secret or something that he's special. Yeah, it also doesn't help the school's headmaster's name is Albus. 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 Sounds, Albus sound, yeah, exactly. Sounds a little reminiscent. Albus. Sounds a little reminiscent. So I, I don't know. Sounds like, sounds, ah, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it'll be the next hot thing. Dawn of the Witch. Dawn of the Witch. Grimoire of Zero, that was good. Was it? Never even heard of it. Yes. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. That was good. But uh, this, don't know. Uh, but that is what we had. A lot of other like smaller stories, but 
one thing that really caught my eye, just a lot of new show, a lot of like, you know, posters being revealed, such as that Attack on Titan poster too, with like Eren and all those like the, the mirrors and the glass with all the scenes from the show popping up out of that. Or uh, the one also, as I mentioned before, with My Hero Academia, the season six poster, stuff like that. So little, little tidbits and things like that, but nothing too breaking. But ah, that is where we landed with the Weeb Week that was. Let us know if you're interested in one of these shows or if you've actually read the manga and you're like, Steven, Joe, give this give this a chance. Give Inspector a chance. You're missing Shimori's out so much. Not Just a Cutie is a I'll be watching masterpiece. That. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, if it's just like Citrus... Joe's there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <sighs> Joe, it's enough of that. Even though we've been talking about anime in New York City, we've been beating around the bush. Time for topic of the show, which is all about anime. New York City. I had the pleasure and opportunity of attending this convention and finally wanted a medium to talk about it. All the things I liked, disliked, and what I saw there, Joe. Now, I did share with you, uh, if you check your phone, an album of some photos I took, too, so you can kind of get a, uh, um, see what I see there. But I know you've attended this convention before, uh, before the plague. You just sent this to me? I haven't gotten it yet. I just sent it uh, to it's you. Uh, a, it might just take a um, minute to, to go know. through if it's a big folder full of photos i have been to this convention before it's the only anime convention i've ever been to was two years ago 2019 november of 2019 and that was it that was that did you like going to your first convention oh very much so it's a ton of fun ton of fun you what did you what did you buy again oh i bought my gudetama that's right the gudetama onesie okay <laughs> oh man, we were gonna do Attack on Titan too. I know, would have been great. I should have worn that. <laughs> Could have rolled up with that. Okay, but Anime New York City first convention I attended uh, since COVID, and the first one actually had a lot of uh, restrictions, understandably. Uh, for this one, you um, had to be vaccinated. Was required, and also um, had to wear a mask on at all times except when eating or drinking mostly and i'll get into that a little, a little bit later um so anime new york city i've been playing this with uh cali and i was going to attend uh friday and saturday uh so last friday and i actually took off thursday just to prepare everything too i was getting all my i was breaking out everything joe i'm like i haven't used my makeup in a while I ordered new contacts, had to get them, you know, all set up. I was finishing up my wigs, getting everything set up. I uh, had to also kind of plan my route, see what I'm going to be doing to read the instructions, like what, what's the weapon policy and stuff like that, the fake prop weapon policy, which, again, <laughs> I'll go into. I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't know if they're actually really checking anything. But <laughs> with that, I'll start off with the the Thursday. Thursday, I am finishing my Spike Spiegel wig. I'm going to be doing Spike Spiegel on Friday and also um, 
uh, Joker from Persona 5 on Saturday with Callie being Kasumi on Saturday as well. Uh, I'm finishing up my wig there, and I decided that I was going to get to the convention at... I was going to get there pretty early because I know I didn't... um, You know, I had to get there to get my vaccine certifiedness before going in because they, they, they're they not letting people in unless, you know, they're able to check you off. Joe, I got there. I I got up around 9. Uh, it takes me about two hours to get ready in terms of getting makeup and everything on um, and then getting down there. I got there on 11th, the Javits Center. J- I'm, I'm dressed as Spike Spiegel. I'm looking great. Um, guess how long it took me to get in? Three hours. No. Hmm. Five hours. Four hours. Wow. It was absolutely... This is the worst part. I'm starting off with the worst part. Everything else is uphill after this. The worst part. Anime New York City, you did a terrible job. Wow. You need a a line call. Wow. You did a terrible job in your first... And they... No, you can read their Facebook posts, too. They were apologizing. Okay, so they... so. But essentially, they were not prepared at all of how to check in people. Security guards were not trained. The staff was not trained at all. They only had one entrance, too. So I got there. First, the line is, I'm not exaggerating, probably at least 10 to 15 blocks. They're just lining people up and going all the way down, like, um, what's the avenue? I think it's a Columbus Avenue or something. It's going all the way down. And that's like that's terrible. It's cold too. People are in cosplay. These are not warm costumes unless you got like a unless you're like rocking Lelouch's outfit. It's like double insulated and wearing a full mask or something. You're pretty cold. Uh, I'm pretty cold as Spike Spiegel too. I'll tell you that right now. And you can get see people are getting really antsy, really angry. Shout out to uh, to the person who I was next because when you're in a line this long. You, start, you make friends next to who you are because you're like, but we are in this together. <laughs> and for me, I had the pleasure of having Kiryu <laughs> next to me. I uh, guy just uh, from Yakuza. Um, and it took us about four hours to get in for an orange bracelet. They kept changing the line policy. And I learned later that like they started pulling people off like all of the all of the other support staff being like we need to get as many people as we can to get in here um to start helping out they start adding more entry points in and not just have one area but i would say anime new york city next time i know you're trying to protect people's health with covid i understand that but you're also at the same time i feel like we're damaging people's health by having them freeze outside for hours on end. So I don't know why you didn't like use the literal like check-in area inside the convention at least to start off the line and at least have the first like 500, 600 people. I don't know, but uh, they really, they really uh, screwed that one up. They did improve it on Saturday, but Friday was terrible. Um, and let's see with that finally get in i am feeling pretty pretty like garbage i'm just gonna say because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm i'm cold i'm trying to warm up i'm hungry i'm eating i'm like i finally made it yay i'm doing this for fun uh and with that you know they were just checking really quick 
like the vaccine stuff. I will say though, um, to get inside the convention itself afterwards, there's another checkpoint where they have to do a bag check. Joe, they are really not doing. Uh, maybe I shouldn't. S- I- I'm going to say it because <laughs> this is them to improve. Up I'm sorry. Anime NYC they, spot. Tonight. They did. They listen. This security is important, and they are not checking bags pretty well. <laughs> I will say that, like for myself, I had all my props and things like that. I didn't know where the prop check was for weapons. Right, because you want to check: is this a real sword? Is this a real, you know, is this a real gun? Does it have the orange stuff? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's a later area. I just walked in with my bag with a fake gun, you know, for the prop for Spike Spiegel. Didn't find it. Didn't check it. Didn't even check my bag. I just looked through it. And I'm like, that's pretty bad. Guys should uh, be a little bit more diligent with that. Just saying. Um, <laughs> but, but I know there's always room to improve, and this is their second year too of anime New York City, because obviously they didn't have it in 2020. They did in 2019. Um, but after that, okay, we're finally in. Now we're upswing. I'm having fun. People, very topical wearing Spike Spiegel. A lot of people really like that. Really enjoy always having cosplay. Um, people like recognize and call out and type of stuff, but don't, 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 don't touch a cosplayer. I'll say that. Well, yeah, don't don't uh, touch anyone who you don't have. Don't touch anyone. I had a lot of people like patting me, uh, patting me on the shoulder and back. Like, I don't know who you are. Don't, don't, don't. don't, That's a good rule for life. Don't touch people unless you, you have express explicit permission to touch them. Don't touch people. I understand it. But, um, what cosplays do you think are the most popular there, Joe? Hmm. These days, these days. Yeah. You know, I feel like. There had to have been like some Jujutsu Kaisen out there, yeah. Totally, very popular. Because this would have been really, yeah, this would have been probably people's a lot of people's first chance to to break out some Jujutsu Kaisen since it premiered and what became popular during the during the pandemic. I, would say, you know, I bet there's some Demon Slayer out there. There's got to be some Demon Slayer out there. Demon Slayer was popular too. We had a few voice actors from that. Um, right and right, yes, and Demon, I, but Demon Slayer is also popular. But gotta be some there was another one, there. my hero. Yes, but there was one I was kind of surprised with, but then not surprised hmm. when I thought about it. That more. was that was like the most popular, you would say. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Let me think. Let me think. What's you been... want you want to watch it. You I want will... to watch oh, it. Oh, oh, Tokyo Revengers. Yes, that makes Tokyo sense. Revengers. I mean, that makes sense. That became so big too. That's that's been that's probably I'd say the show that I've seen people latch onto the most this year. I think is is Tokyo Revengers. Tokyo okay. Revengers. Cool. I think I think also that with Jujutsu Kaisen, I think the reason why is not only are they popular, but because they're easy cosplays. And there's nothing easy. wrong yeah, with easy. an easy cosplay. I'm saying that on air. Yeah, you get that nothing school uniform. That. I'm sure you and then you get a cool wig. You got yeah. your Itadori, you got your Gojo, whoever. Whoever. Yeah, or the same thing with Tokyo Revengers. You get those cool uh like black jumpsuits or coats and things like that. Their names emblazed on it. Whatever. There you go. Um very impressive. Some uh, impressive cosplays uh, here. I know I um, was taking a few pictures of them. I saw Common Rider. He was great. I know in our chat you saw uh, Evangelion, someone dressed up in a nice suit as a Unit 1. Got a lot of cars, too, from uh, I think it's Senpai Squad. I think they make all of these. Yeah, but they had a lot of waifus in there, which I loved. Um yeah, trying to think if there was any dope. other. Yeah. Uh, Fire Emblem people, um, and what else? Another what else was popular there too? Mm, not much as you would expect. Like in past, like 
either Final Fantasy or Naruto. Didn't see much of that there. I guess people wanted the new stuff. Uh, and also did see someone who, um, I don't, I guess I don't, I don't know their names, but you know, Dr. Stone, the main character mm-hmm. with that crazy mm-hmm. hairstyle, mm-hmm. someone did that wig and sure. actually did it really good. Sure. I was impressed with that too. Uh, the convention floor itself was huge. They really bought out the entire convention center. I know the first time they only got about half of it, which I guess they didn't know how long it, how big attendance would be. But um, they definitely used up all areas here. And I'd say it, it was almost like an entire day just going through half of, like, the artist alley booths and, and uh, stalls that were set up. Um, and then going over to the next one, uh, they had big um, setups. Oh, I forgot. what You know what else was incredibly popular, Joe? Mm. Forgot. It's mm. a, based off a video game. Genshin. Yes. Genshin mm-hmm. Impact. Mm, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Very, I mean, those outfits are very pretty. And also, I will say that there's a lot of great, even though they're pretty intricate, though, some of those outfits, there's a lot of great pre-made cosplays out there that are actually surprisingly very good in quality, too. Uh, so there was a big booth for that. Um, there was... Guilty Gear, like another Guilty Gear game, I guess, coming out. They always make so many. Um, what else? They had a lot of, like, fashion lineups that you can, you know, buy clothes, but obviously, like, uh, anime themes, such as when you saw, for example, the one for Hunter Hunter, they had, like, all the clothing. They had one for the Akatsuki, uh puffy jackets and hats and things like that. Nice. <laughs> that was there. Yeah. I get, people, love it. people love it so much. Um uh, I would say a lot of people did respect the mask policy, but I do know, and myself included, when people asked to take pictures, probably of a cosplay, people took off their mask <laughs> um, just to get the photo and then put it back on. I don't think I was explicitly in the rules you're allowed to do that, but, you know, I guess, like, what if someone's doing it, almost everyone's doing it. For sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, let me see. What else did we have there? Uh, the guests, yes, they, very interesting how they had set up the guests. It was almost like it almost was set up like a little, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say that, like prison area, but they had just like a long line of all of the booths out there where you can just walk up, and I guess there are eventually lines for all of them. But they had uh, some attack, a lot of the English voice actors from Attack on Titan, such as uh, from like Eren, who believe is Bryce Papenbrook? Yes. yes. Yeah. He, yeah, he also does Inosuke uh, from uh, Demon Slayer as well. And, and Kirito from Sword Art Online. I was about to say, don't and forget. And Shiro, man, don't God. Yeah, Bryce I mean, he's, he's been around he is forever. He's just bank right here. Yeah, he's been around forever. He's big. Big he's got, name. He's got the hero big voice. Name. Definitely. He's, he's got he's got the hero voice right there. Uh, well, I'll see. Max, um, what was he on? Max Middleton, I believe? Mm. Oh, middlemen, 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 middlemen. That's right. That's yeah, right. of course. Ryuji, uh, Robbie. Yes, <laughs> uh, Robbie Diamond, Ray Chase was there. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Michelle Roof, Emily Neves, uh, Christopher Sabat, uh, Colleen Clickenbeard. Um, yeah, but it was really interesting having this everyone lined up. Oh yeah, Zeno uh, Robinson was also ah, there. Ah, nice. Yes. Um, Hawks from My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, he, yeah, they all line him up. So it was really interesting and inviting that like everyone, you could just walk up to anyone and just talk to them. Eventually I'll, I'll say that Bryce's, uh, got like incredibly long, but then again, he's done the most right there. Uh, let's see. They had the board games set up where you can go and relax and take up a board game. A lot of the, uh, the events, so let me tell you about panels. Okay, Joe. Okay. I think when I was younger, I used to go to as many panels as I could. And as I've gotten older, I have not done as many. Um, maybe it's because I've gone to the more social aspect or the more drinking aspect with friends at conventions. Because it's turned to a point where like, I use conventions to meet up with people who I haven't seen in a long time. I'm not saying panels are bad, but... Um, I think I've seen too many subpar panels where they just devolve into a random talking of like a ran- of a show and just talking about favorite moments where I'm just like I don't really need to be here at all. I'd rather be out maybe meeting new friends or new people. So, um they had I mean god, I'd say I went to every single uh masquerade too which is always usually the main event for every single uh convention where people would put on skits and usually for comedy or for like dancing and stuff like that um i mean i went to almost every single amv panel too uh watching not only the nominees but also who won too so i went to so many and then like a lot of like different other like you know what was it like like dating type of um like they would make up a joke where like it's like a blind dating type of thing and people would have to guess you know answer ask questions to the three contestants who are all role-playing the characters of who they are and you know they try to make it fun or stuff like that but uh as i've gotten older i haven't seen that as much what i have done though is gone to premieres for um uh, either movies or shows. This time I didn't, but they did actually have some interesting good ones. I think they they did have a uh, World Trigger, which I believe was at the least My Hero Academia movie. Yeah, yeah, they had that playing. They had uh, I didn't attend. I believe uh, Callie did of the uh, a Sword Art Online like um, live orchestra, but they're just like recapping all of the you know. Wow, the- you didn't go. No, wow. I didn't go. I should have wow. gone. Fake well, because I wasn't dressed. Here. I wasn't dressed as Kirito. That's the. Oh, point. that's so good. That's the reason why. That's so good. You've been dragged. Joe, on who stage. are you going to cosplay? Who would you cosplay from Sword? Ooh, would you? Would you be Klein? Should I do Klein? I'll be your Klein. I'd be your Klein. Oh my god! Would you princess carry me? Either that, or should I cosplay as, <laughs> as, freaking the guy who was Oberon during the fairy, the guy who kidnaps oh. the guy, who, the creepster who kidnaps. Asuna. Why did you immediately go to him? Why did you go to like uh, what's his name, the guy who made the world seed? Uh, all, all, I'll cosplay him, but only as the robot from Alice's Asia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I would love to see it. I'm trying to think who else you could. I mean, uh, Agil. I mean, there's not many other. I mean, it's really Kirito and everyone else. <laughs> There's that many other uh, guys in there. UGO. Oh yeah, could we learn that handshake? Oh, you know we, we could. could. Do it. You know we could. We could do it every time someone asks a picture. We just do that. We break that out right in front of them. <laughs> um, 
what else did they have? Country World premiered or uh, Orient, just Orient. Uh, it's a new anime. I know we didn't talk about it, um, but it was something a new show that that they are premiering too. And oh yeah, Land of the Lidal. Would you be surprised if Crunchyroll is backing another isekai anime? Probably making them uh, buku this bucks. one. Buku this bucks. one, the person doesn't even know. Like they know that they're in a game because it seems like they're doing the whole uh, Mother's Rosario thing, where it's like a person who's in like uh, they have to keep their brain active, but they're in the hospital, so they put them in a video game. But apparently, the the hook for this one is that there's no other um uh players real players in it the npcs are there and i and i believe the npcs are like you know um quote smart let's say like you can, you can have hold a conversation with them and that type of stuff but apparently there are rumors that there's like real people in the game too and only the the, the person the main character himself is the real person i guess like trying to figure out if there's anyone else in this world with them there's only been like one episode but which they premiered here but uh there was that. And then, of course, they had the 1,000th episode of One Piece and a special presentation, a free gift for all who attend, too. Um, so that must have been crazy. That's that something, Joe, yeah, that, that, Oh, yeah. That, that must have been must fucking have been crazy. fun as hell. That must have been fun as hell, dude. Everyone just singing that Four Kids opening right there. I saw, it, tic- I saw it on TikTok. I saw TikToks of it. So good. Looks so much fun. Looks like so much fun. Okay. Yeah. So I've... Uh, so that I would have been going to that type of stuff, um, but uh, other than that, meeting up with a lot of uh, friends, which I haven't seen in a long time, a lot of um, convention friends who, um, like Raphael, wanted you know give a shout out to him. He's trying to buy my 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 Charizard card, and he he's offering <laughs> me some money for it, but I'm not sure if I'm going to hold on to it, just on the hopes that it gets uh, more expensive. Um, and I did meet some new, uh, people too. Well, no, I, I did meet them before, but under like drinking aspects. So I don't really didn't remember them specifically. So this is more of a sober aspect. Uh, met Callie's, uh, f- friends, uh, Barbie and Patty or re reacquainted with them too. Uh, Barbie, very talented cosplayer, uh, as well. She, I don't, I, I don't know where she was cosplaying from, but she made this very intricate outfit with this jacket with some embroidery, embroidery in it too. And I was like, damn, that was impressive. Uh, other than that, finally got back into, uh, some photography. I know I showed you one of my shots from Persona 5 for Saturday. Mm-hmm, it's Joker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've never actually had a proper photo shoot with, um, Persona 5. And I was very excited to do it with um, Callie as Kasumi, and we did some uh, some fan art like uh, poses and things like that too. So I'm very excited to see those, and it just makes me really, you know, miss conventions, and makes me really more excited for anime uh, or for Katsukan, which is my next big one in February. Should be easier. I presume with the whole vaccine stuff. Listen, mm-hmm. it's important. There should be, a, I'm going to say, there should definitely be a, a mandate. If you're going to have this many oh, sweaty nerds sure, and costumes, sure. totally get it. But don't do it like, don't be like garbage the way Anime New York City had it on uh, Friday. That was terrible. You're not actually, you're actually, I, I would say even detrimental people's health, keeping them out there freezing for three hours or so. Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. So, 
uh, Katsukan itself is all contained, like the entire convention and hotel is all in one like mega complex together. So I'm assuming it's going to be a lot easier with that. Other than that, I w- I mean, I- I'm not sure what the restrictions would be. I hard to verify this, but like a badge, I think there should be a way where you have to take a picture of your vaccine card and then send that in. And then when you pick up your, uh, maybe when they, then you go to pick up your, um, I don't know. Maybe they, they mail it. I'm I'm trying to think they have to verify identity or something like that, but there has to be a better way other than just checking people out at door and letting them freeze outside. I don't Mm, know. I'm just really salty about that. That was the worst part of my, my convention experience. I don't know, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, loved it. And, um, other than food, a lot of dumplings, a lot of people marking up a lot of food out there. I, I pro tip everyone going to conventions, bring your own water, bring your own food because I don't blame the food vendors there, but they are hiking up their money, hiking up their prices up a lot because where else are you going to go for food in your costume? You're going to go to Applebee's. You could, but not during the middle of the convention, maybe after the convention, but not for lunch. No way. No, no way. <sighs> no way. No way. He said, Joe, Next time, you, you, I think you would really enjoy the water park one. Yeah. You uh, always, you, 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 you and Alex always talk about it. I do think that would be fun. I do think that would be very fun whenever it happens again. Is it, next ha- is September. it happening again this next September? Wow. Did it, oh, did yeah. it, happen, I, this, I, did I it would, happen this year? Yes, uh, it, it did. Um, however, I heard the one in Colossal Con in Ohio wasn't really that good. I think it was also before. Let me let, let a little bit tangent here. Yeah. There's two Colossal Cons. There's one in Ohio, and there's one in Pennsylvania. The one in Ohio, which was done in the early summer, um, was really, I guess you could say, controversial in the anime sphere because it was at the early summer, late or late springtime, where it's like the vaccine stuff wasn't just... Um, they couldn't mandate a vaccine because not everyone could get one at that time because there were still shortages mm-hmm. so they're like hey we want everyone wearing masks and stuff and everyone's like mm, i really should be having a convention right now i don't you know that not really good you know going into water and that type of stuff so um it still happened i didn't go to that one and the one for and I, because of that i was still kind of a little hesitant of the one in september but now that the vaccine now we're getting, getting boosters are prevalent i think it'd be fine you know but um don't go to the one in Ohio. It's too it's too far in the middle of nowhere. The one in Pennsylvania is just an hour ride by car. Fair enough. That one's that one's better. Fair go enough. Go that one. Fair enough. Woo. Well, I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad you had fun. I think Alex Alex did show up for that, didn't he? Wasn't he also there? I didn't see him. Oh, really? he was there. But he did. But he did go. Mm-hmm. Damn. So it was mostly it was just you and Callie, by and large, yep. and finding people and having fun. Mm-hmm. Oh nice. yeah. Also, shout out to the random uh, other. What's what's Joker's real name? He doesn't I, have Ren? one. He doesn't have one. No, I know the oh. default. <laughs> you mean the one from you know. like the anime? I guess it's like yeah, it's like Ren or Rin or something. So I don't know. I, it's Joe Joker's real I, name is Joe-san because that's so, what I named him in Persona Five. So I was in a uh, oh man I forgot to tell you so many other like random tidbits. <laughs> I was in a bathroom. I was get I was uh, fixing my wig up as as Joker himself. Randomly, next person next to the sink is school uniform Joker, and I'm oh, like, that's perfect. Are we supposed to be in the same room? Is this like 
time travel where we're not supposed to be in the same room together or something. It was funny. It was cute. He was going along with that's it, too. That's fun. That's fun. That's fun. I was walking through, too, and I know you would appreciate this. You're hearing a lot of conversations, hearing people talking, and then as I'm turning the corner, I hear two guys talking, and I just hear, yeah, there's Natsuno, and there's also uh, Itsuki. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're talking about our girls here. <laughs> we just randomly heard that clip. Like, you guys talking about quintessential quintuplets? That's the fun. That's the fun uh, of the anime. I think that that's the most fun of the anime conventions that you're all there with a shared interest. And so it's so easy to make friends because everybody's into the same stuff. Yes. And you'll find those weird, totally. those weird niches where you're like, oh my God, I'm also obsessed with this same thing that you're obsessed with. That's fun. That's fun. technically how I met Callie too. She came oh, to yeah. me when I was Noctis. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, right, we will Joe. soldier on. To our next anime convention, I will get out to another one. I did have a, I did have a light. I did have a very nice time at my at my previous one, but I'm glad you had fun, Steve. But now, thank you. We must go to the Wheel of Fate. That's right, Wheel of Fate, a reoccurring segment where we have been watching every single Fate episode, movie, and spinoff out of order for your amusement. And this time we had episode nine of season two, part two. Uh, Prisma Ilya, Golden Boy, Joe, I felt like I was being arrested. I'm going to be arrested the first ha- beginning of this episode. <laughs> Prisma uh, you Ilya, this, baby. Right? Prisma Ilya. Yeah, Prisma so Ilya, where we have clearly Gilgamesh. Clearly Gilgamesh, right? But, of course, since everyone's young, we have, f- like, 14-year-old Gilgamesh uh, naked. And... Definitely had a joke about masturbation in the beginning. Is that right, Joe? And I'm like, I shouldn't be watching this. Prisma Ilya. You never know what you're gonna be getting. And I'm like, don't do this, Prisma Ilya. You're making you're giving anime a bad name with this stuff and stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's got the I highest mean, of highs and the lowest of lows. Know, it has some. It has some great fights and some terrible stuff right you here. You did too. say I think uh, last time we had Prisma Ilya, you did say that episode had I think the best fight you had ever seen in a Fate show. So yes, it it, it, it goes back and forth. It goes, it goes back, back and forth. forth. So this one, we get it's near the pen. It's the penultimate episode of season two, part two of Prisma Ilya. Again, we're we don't know the context. This is the whole point of this. So if you're like like Steve, Joe, how come we don't understand this? Because I've watched all Prisma Ilya. Buckle up. Thank you for watching the listening to the first episode of We Weekly, where we don't know what's happening. That's the point. So for this one. We have Gilgamesh who has been summoned. I believe he wants to continue the Grail War, and I believe Miu and Ilya want to stop it, or some some such. And uh, Gilgamesh is um, very powerful, which he typically is. We have Kuro and the rest of our uh, gang with um, Rin, like trying to catch up, but Ilya and Miu have been separated and are trying to fight Gilgamesh on their own. Um, they're getting their, their butts handed to them, and Gilgamesh lets the cat out of the bag, which I'm surprised is told now that we know, the audience knows, that Miu is from another world, a parallel universe, essentially. We do know that um, Miu was brought to this world because Shiro in the be- 
in the in the prequel movie, he wins the Grail War and wishes that Miu didn't his adopted you know step stepsister or something like that. Stepsister. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't no, want step-sister to. Stepsister uh, adopted step-sister. by Kiritsugu. Kiritsu- Therefore, Kiritsugu, yeah. we're bringing it full circle. His stepsister. Uh, a couple of cuckoos we have right here, and. <laughs> They, uh, he's like, I don't, w- I wanted to live a better life and have friends or something, right? So the Grail is like, monkey's paw, I'm gonna put you in a world still with Grail Wars, but you're gonna be a magical girl in it. Uh, and yeah, the, I guess Ilya finds out for the first time, they're like, oh, Mew is not from this world at all. And, you know, I guess Mew feels sad and she accepts her fate, and Gilgamesh takes her into. I don't know, a, a giant monster thingy, and he goes and fights Ilya. Ilya uses Mew's um, magical rod to get, like, an extra transformation, and she declares that she wants to slap Mew, I guess, for her stupidity of, like, giving up and not wanting and wants to be forgotten or something like don't forget about me i'm sorry about lying at you so i'm gonna go away forever because i'm not worried about your friendship and Ilya wants to you know rescue her and slap her to her senses and that's basically this episode joe what am i missing <laughs> what, you, what else did you uh like about this uh show this episode I don't know, man. It's more Prisma Ilya. You, you summed it up. That's what happened, and that we watched it. <laughs> we, we watched it. We watched a more um, Prisma a, Ilya out of order. I, you know, I, I, I. This is a bad place again to start, fate, especially with that opening scene with uh, Gilgamesh that goes on a little bit too long and a little bit too more, too, a little too awkward. Joe, which which show do you like? Now, what I mean, like, I mean, I like them all. Uh, I like Prismalia. I like. I just don't. Uh, just we're just watching other like episodes. No, it's just when, like, when it's we're, just, it's we're, just when we're watching these out of order. It's 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 hard to really say anything, honestly. Well, Joe, <laughs> we, this is a partnership. We can't stop now. We watched Golden Boy. Drew. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, um. We, I have, uh, well, we have to decide what our next homework is going to be. I have a random number generator all the way up here, and every single Fate movie and spinoff on here ready to go. Let me reset it. We have 13 uh, different choices to make. So, Wheel of Fate, turn, 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 let us know this series. We're going to be enduring. We are going to. Uh, we are going to Carnival Phantasm once again. Perfect. We're actually. We may actually Perfect. finish Carnival Phantasm soon. Perfect. We have seen six episodes of Carnival Phantasm. So Carnival Phantasm. There are. Um, there are technically thirteen episodes of this. So let me get that set up. And we are watching. Wait, we've seen it. We already seen number eight, which was Saber at Work. So let me re-roll this again. Number three. Number three, uh, we have not seen It's a Daydream Everywhere. It looks like this may be a double one where we have a fate type moon 
and type saber, but it does say Ilya creates mischief using her magic. But, uh, you know, this is just another excuse for us to watch that amazing opening fantastic. once again. Fantastic. Fantastic opening. So episode three of Carnival Phantasm is our next uh, next thing we're going to be watching. Put it on the docket. There we go. Nice. I like it. Like it a lot. Well, there we go. That does bring us then to our ever-rotating character ranking lists of the Waifu Watch and the Best Boy Bulletin, where every single week one of us brings a character for the other's perusal, and we place them into these definitive character ranking lists that I already told you about. So get with it, people. I brought a waifu for us today because it's been on my mind. Of course, I finished My Hero. We don't have any My Hero characters on these don't. lists, and it's it's time to do it, I suppose. So I am bringing... I, I know some of them. You should, Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, I'm sure you've seen this character around, even if you may not be super familiar with her. She's one of the more prominent characters of Class 1A, my favorite female character of My Hero Academia. We are bringing Momo Yao Yarozu. Do you know Momo? Momo. You know Momo? You know Momo. Yes, she's the one with that, uh, I know her by her wig style. She has the black hair that's all spiky. Yes, super spiky. What's Super spiky wig. Uh, Her power is that she can create anything, any non-living object or material that she knows the molecular structure of. She does it by using her, her, literally her fat cells, her lipids, uh, to create these from her body. And then she can then dispense with them as she will. That sounds incredibly overpowered. It can be, but to be fair, it does <laughs> use, it does use up her calories, and she also has to know the molecular structure, which helps. She does have genius level intellect, and so I love her on that front as well. I love her for her intelligence as well. But yeah, she, love, she uh, she's you know she isn't able to just kind of create everything. She's got to have it. She's got to, and and of course, if she uses it, she can only uses it up to a certain point. If she's out of if she's out of calories, then that's it. That's it. Could kill her. Does she have to like eat a ton of food or something before going into battle? Yeah, probably. I guess so. Probably eat a lot of protein bars. Yeah, so it's hard for her to make like bigger objects. It's very easy, of course, for her to make very small objects, but she does make like a cannon at some point, and it takes a lot out of her. It takes a lot out of her. I'm th- I'm th- I'm thankful that she makes a gun because I'm like, why is she she's making guns all the time? Oh uh, yeah, no, she does. She makes a cannon at at one point. Yeah, I love Good. I love Momo. She's she's one of the class reps as well for class one A. I definitely enjoy her and connect with her on that intellectual level and she has a good arc where she knows she's smart and she knows that she like has the analytical ability to kind of be a hero but she lacks the confidence to do sort of the split second decision making that of course is required in being a hero so there's this whole arc where she's she's gaining confidence and overcoming her her ability her indecision to make those again sort of snap judgment calls in the heat of the okay. moment. So so a lot I of her arc like is that. her gaining gaining the confidence to be a hero. Because other than that, she's like very that. smart and she's very very outgoing and very very nice to everyone. She comes from a very rich family, but she's still super nice to everybody. Everybody loves her. Really? I would always, you know, based on her character appearance, I would think of her like, you know, very snotty. No, yeah, she's super nice. She's like, again, she's like the smartest person in the class, so everybody goes to her to help study, and she's always helping helping tutor her fellow classmates must be very hard to get her a present for anything because she can make literally anything. Does I it think, go away? I think that's a joke at some point in the, well, she's also from a super rich family. So I think that's, oh, okay. I think that's a joke at some point that nobody can buy her, can buy her a gift because she already has everything. 
Does the stuff go away, or no? I guess because she's using her lipid I think cells, so. like it, st- no, it I stays. Think, I, I think so. I think it. I don't think it sticks around forever. Okay. Very important. All right. All right. So, um, I'm looking at her. We got some. We got some stats here. Cooperativeness. <laughs> I love. I like all these stats here. Intelligence S rank. Cooperativeness. I guess like teamwork. Also high marks. Uh, technique four, but power and speed. Subpar. Is that true? Yeah, I mean she's not the strongest in the class. She's no Todoroki. She's no Bakugo. Okay. She's no Deku. She's more. She definitely plays more support roles when they're in the in the battle because she can create these objects that can help out her fellow her fellow classmates. Wow, God, she, God, she looks like she's become anemic if she doesn't eat. If she constantly burns too many calories. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Let's get started right here. Where are you thinking, Joe? Hmm. <laughs> she is. She is. She's not in the top ten. She's not in the top ten. You know that's that's a tough that's a tough place to crack. And she's by no means like she she's important and she has her moments on the show. But by no means is she like the main sort of female characters i'd give that based, more to based on your 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 extensive knowledge of the stage play of naruto would you say she is better well, than that's sakura that's what i was looking that's what i was looking i think she is better than sakura i, I you know I, I think she is better than you know, sakura you know from what you're saying she seems that she's better than sakura she seems more yeah. conf- competent than sakura i i would put her i'm looking right now i mean i'm glancing up a few she's definitely like above rui you know from domestic girlfriend okay and then we get into the then we get into the places you know then we get into the places because because you could say with the intellect we're kind of maybe sitting around a winry vivi sort of hovering around that area because i don't know Is would she, you rather have a hmm. beer with her if she was if she was if she if she could let's say if she's like what, 21 or aqua. <laughs> well, as the that's the that's the thing. That's the thing here is 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 if we're grading on that curve, it's we're kind of in a fuck Mary kill situation here, Steve. Where it's like you know with aqua, I just want to have a crazy night. You know, I just want to have a wild, mm-hmm. wild night that we never forget. I would, but I'll, I'll date Momo. You know, mm-hmm. I'll date Momo. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean, that's what we have. It gets to that point. That's what we have. Misato at number one because we'd have that crazy night, but also have that good, exactly. Good She's time. the total package. <laughs> She's the total package. She's the total package. Okay, so you're thinking uh, above that. So, so talk to me about Hinata. Talk to me about Hinata. Hinata. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? He, Hinata. Well, see, here's my thing: is that all of these? I was thinking of Naruto characters because you can you can clearly think about it like. Um, uh, my Hero Academia in that same vein where a lot of these characters start off with like some type of critical piece of their personality which is lacking or needs a development let's say and Hinata incredibly shy and not self-confident in her abilities um she does get better I mean you have to after like you know 300 episodes of a show very hard not to (laughs) um but from what you've told me, I probably would put Momo right above Hinata. But then you have to tell me, is Vivi better than Momo? Damn. Damn. It's a hard it's a hard place to be. You know what? I'm going to put her below Vivi. Below Vivi, go below, above I'm gonna go, Hinata. I'm going to go below Vivi. 
love Vivi too much. Okay. Love her too much. Too much on the on the minor. What is Vivi up to right now in One Piece? Where are you? Uh, who knows? We haven't seen her in so long. Haven't seen her in so so long. We we see her every once in a while. We see we get like a reaction where she like, you know, when the when the Straw Hats bounties get get updated, we we sometimes check in on Vivi being like, oh my god, I love them, I miss them, and being like happy that they're still out there adventuring and doing crazy stuff. But yeah, we don't we don't we don't see her very much after Alabasta. To be fair, to be fair, she's got a she's got a country to run, Steve. All right, she can't just okay. be. She can't just be out here on the high seas. All right. Anyway, that does put Momo Yayorozu from My Hero Academia at the new number 19. So we'll pick it up from number 11. Number 11 is Riza Hawkeye from Full Metal Alchemist. Number 12, Sinon from Sword Art Online. Number 13, Tsukino from Sailor Moon. Number 14, Homura from Madoka Magica. Number 15, Mikasa from Attack on Titan. Number 16, Miku from Quintessential Quintuplets. Number 17, Winry from Full Metal Alchemist. Number 18, Vivi from One Piece. Number 19, Momo from My Hero. And number 20, Hinata from Naruto. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's a good, good couple of, that's a good place to be. It's like we know good, what we're doing. It's a good solid in that chunk right there, I would say. Whew, but that does bring us to another end of another episode of the Weeb Weekly. So if you'd like to, of course, write in, you can do that by going to weebweeklypodcast at gmail.com. Steve, where can people find you at? You can find me at Save Cosplay on Twitter and at Save Point Cosplay on Instagram. You can Instagram. find me at Joe Reese VO on all major social media platforms. And now, we come to Steve's hot take, where Steve is going to give you a very spicy, well-rested hot take with zero context and zero explanation. That's just the end of the show. So without further ado, Steve, what's your hot take? Nunnally, you finally have power. you're, You're able to recreate Japan. You've seen the horrors of Britannia. And what do you do with this power? You decide to make another attempt at a special administrative zone of Japan and try to bring back this terrible second-class citizen policy that clearly has failed, and people just take a refuge in the Chinese Federation. What the hell are you doing, not only you, you had one task and you failed it, and it's no re, and it's no surprise why Lelouch doesn't think you're fit to Lelouch be Lelouch was right. And takes Lelouch a sword of Damocles right. from you. Lelouch was right. So not only never become a, uh, a monarch, you're pretty bad at it. Thank you. Thank you.